Wednesday, February 21st. Having a conversation concerning today's headlines and real-life challenges, I'm Tom Lamprecht along with Pastor Harry Reeder. Stay with us as we apply a biblical worldview with gospel solutions to put the issues of today in perspective. Harry World Magazine recently covered a report published in the Journal of Pediatrics. The report found that nearly 3% of Minnesota teens in 2016 said they were transgender, genderqueer, genderfluid, or unsure about their gender identity. The survey looked at data from nearly 81,000 public high school 9th and 11th graders. What's interesting about this, Harry, is just a year ago, a UCLA study estimated that transgender teens made up just 0.7% of 13 to 17-year-olds. Harry, is this an outlier or are we indeed seeing a trend? I think it's very clearly a trend. Other surveys are supporting this, this quote, explosion. Now, when you see 3%, you say 3%. But as was mentioned, the transgender gender dysphoria issue has historically been 0.05. Why would there be that explosion? This can't be genetic. This has to be something that is imported into the life. It has been abundantly proven that homosexuality is not a genetic issue. It is a choice that is influenced by your environment and by the issues happening within you and how you're responding to the issues around you and how you are viewing sexuality in terms of establishing your significance and security. And the same thing's true about this transgender explosion. Our fascination in a culture where the secular elite are trying in rebellion against God to erase the distinctions that God has put within the creation. Gender is not a social invention. It is a God-ordained creation reality and law. God made them male and female. Now, can a society stereotypically assign things to male and female that should not be assigned or don't have to be assigned? Yes, every girl doesn't have to love makeup and dresses and enter a beauty contest. You have some that just they love to go and compete with other girls in athletic events. We don't want to unnecessarily stereotype gender, but the reality is gender is gender. Girls and guys have a different DNA makeup, and that is true in their physical life, their emotional life, their psychological life. They do things differently. The heart in rebellion wants to say to God, you don't exist. And the way to say to God, you don't exist, according to Romans 1, is to tell God the distinctions that you have put into this world. They don't exist. Therefore, we will declare our own ethic that rules out all the distinctions that God has put into this world in terms of sexual activity and gender realities. And so it's an act of rebellion. Harry, Michelle Critella, the president of the American College of Pediatricians, says, From social learning theory, we know that the sudden exponential increase in transgender belief among adolescents across the United States and in Europe is due to the ongoing mass marketing of transgenderism to the youth in these countries. Mass media has had a negative effect on children and teens when it comes to cigarettes, alcohol, drugs, engaging in sex and violence. Transgenderism is no different. Praise the Lord for a voice of sanity. So here is a culture that recognizes 
we're going to go after cigarette smoking. And by the way, we're going to stop it in the lives of kids. And, and hey, you know what we discovered is that those who promote tobacco aim at our children and they have these interesting ways to do commercials to get our kids. I know when I was growing up and as a teenage boy, you couldn't wait to be the Marlboro Man. The camel that reached out to children and uh, the camel cigarette, those were aimed at children, those commercials, and they recognized that. And they said, you got to quit doing that. It's morally reprehensible. And yet the same people that would promote that, rightly so, that would bring disdain upon the apparatus of culture being used to bring people into the addictive world of tobacco, also uses that to bring kids into the addictive world of violence, also use it to bring kids into the addictive world of alcohol, and also is using it to bring to kids the transgender ideology that it's actually normal and it's actually commendable to have this gender confusion in your life. And the result is the cultural elite are promoting this transgender ideology to the point that now they are moving kids into chemical and surgical mutilation of their lives, engaging in activities in the name of transgenderism to correct what they, quote, really are inside of you. That is an absolute farce. This notion that I'm something outside, but I'm something else inside. No, you may be confused, and that means a process of adolescence has to take place to bring clarity. You may be rejecting appropriately unnecessary stereotypes of gender activity, but you're not confused. You are being confused by the culture. The reality is you are what you are. That's what you are. Biologically, you're a male or you're a female. And you're not something else inside of you that's trying to get out. So let's mutilate the body for this supposed thing that's inside of you. Tom, here's the other factor that is taking place. The other factor that's taking place is the suicide rate is also exponentially growing among these kids that are engaged. Now, you can go to some place like Sweden that has embraced the transgender culture, the surgical mutilations, the chemical mutilations, and all of those. And not only has despair not decreased, in other words, it's not been an answer to the problems emotionally that these kids have. The fact is, is that suicide has increased by what is being done to them. In Sweden, it's 19 times higher in what is taking place. So what the cultural elite are doing in this experimentation of rebellion against God's ordained created reality of the sanctity of gender what they are doing is actually bringing death into the lives of these children. First, by mental confusion. Second, by removing proper training. Thirdly, by surgical and chemical mutilation. And now that has set these children on a course of despair that is exponentially revealed in the suicide rate. Indeed, Dr. Cretella goes on to say, Make no mistake, the marketing of the transgender delusion to youth will go down in history as one of the gravest crimes committed against children. So what do we need to do as the church? Again, the answer is the gospel, that your significance in life is not in rebellion against God, but in surrendering to the God who loves you, who gave his son, 
in order that you might have life and have life eternally and more abundantly, and that he can bring clarity to confusion. What we need is parents who know how to deal with their children in the process of adolescence, and what we need to do is to bring to bear the light of sanity and confront this assault upon the well-being of our children that the secular elite and the cultural transformationists are attempting to do, in which they want to make the unthinkable thinkable, normalize it doable, and these children are being destroyed upon their altar of experimentation that we can tell God we are not what you made us. Harry, thank you for your thoughts for today. As we close out, let me remind our listeners that the best way to stay in touch with Harry Reader and Today in Perspective is by downloading the Briarwood app. It is available through Google Play, the Windows Store, Amazon Apps, and the Apple App Store. Simply go to your favorite app store, type in Briarwood PCA. Now, with this app, you'll have access to all of Today in Perspective podcast. Along with that, you'll also have access to our five-minute daily devotional entitled Fresh Bread and Harry's daily 30-minute Bible teaching program, In Perspective, taking the scriptures with full application and teaching us to live by God's Word. Again, this app is yours free of charge, the Briarwood app. We'll do stop by again tomorrow, Thursday, as we continue our conversation and as we apply a biblical worldview to put the issues of today in perspective.